This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. Let's go to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. We're talking with the great Terry Francona. I know everybody poo-poos baseball fights. They're like, hey, you go out there and everybody's just talking yeah. and shoving. But when you get out there, man, those guys are big. They they get after yeah. it. And when they get after it, man, look out. It makes you a little nervous. Robin Ventura still won't talk about Nolan Ryan to, to this day. <laughs> he wants nothing with that conversation. Listen to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello and welcome to Game Bet and Match. It's the tennis podcast brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. I'm Nigel Seeley, and as per usual, I'm joined by my co host, somewhere still in Naples, uh, it's Sean Calvert. Sean. Yeah. Yes. I've had Mrs. Calvert on the phone. You were supposed to be home on Thursday or Friday. What, what's going Friday. on? What's happening? Well, I, I was sat watching a match um, in, in, obviously, must in Naples. Have, must have gone all the way to a fifth set. It didn't. It didn't, actually. I think it was Berrettini against Taro Daniel, if I remember rightly. Um, and I got my, my, my friend who's uh, here with me. He's, uh, uh, he lives in Belgium. Well, he actually lives in Greece. And he said his flight had been cancelled. And I just thought, oh, well, unlucky, mate, you know. Um, <laughs> good, mate. <laughs> what can I say? You know, he's not he's not bothered. Uh, and then about two or three hours later, he texts me again saying, uh, oh, by the way, yours is cancelled as well. It turns out there was a general strike in Italy on uh, on the Friday, which is when my flight was was scheduled to go out. But I didn't get the cancellation for about two or three hours after everybody else did because I was at the tennis. So everybody else had rebooked their flights. So I'm, <laughs> the best I could do, basically, was a flight on Monday morning and... Um, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Assuming it's not cancelled, but uh, yeah, I've been here eight days now. Uh, <laughs> and how, you were supposed to you were supposed to be in there for four. Uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, five, five, five or six. Or so something. the tournament had to get a new court. It yeah, was just... a disaster of a tournament. <laughs> National strikes, and yeah, now yeah. you're stuck. You're stuck there for an extra I... two days. I've just seen the original court. We we went into the, the the Napoli Tennis Club itself. We just sort of strolled in there as if we were members. And um, there was a couple of guys hitting on the original courts and they're all cracked and peeling and all sorts of stuff. So the original surface was an absolute shambles. Well, 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 so um, talking about cracks and peeling, how's your mosquito bites? They got better and now they got worse again. This, this is my third apartment in Naples that I've had since I've been. I have to keep moving because obviously the schedules and stuff. Um and there's, there's just the mozzies around here, mate. They're absolutely brutal. They, they love me. They absolutely love me. I've even been bitten on the hand. Yeah. How is it possible to be bitten on the hand? You think you would notice, but apparently not. Now, you've had problems before traveling to tennis tournaments. You went to Indian Wells and it got canceled. COVID, you had a struggle in getting back. There seems yeah, and to be it rained. Com- and it rained. In the desert. There seems to be a common theme here with Sean yes. Calvert going to tennis. Now, you and I are going to Paris um, next Tuesday. Not this Tuesday, next Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Calvert must be slightly concerned that you, we might get, not get back. Mrs. Seely is absolutely delighted if I stay for an extra six days. She's she's thrilled. So you come um, in with the right person. If you want delays, you've come in, you've come with the right person. I mean, it's um, 
Yeah, I mean, those two tournaments, yeah, they, they were obviously they're going to stick long in my memory, but there's been plenty that have gone relatively smoothly. But this, this certainly isn't one of them. It's been a, a catalogue of disasters from start to finish, really. Well, let's talk about the betting on the tournament. To be honest with you, I, I've had a bad run, I had a really bad tournament. I mean, my picks were, to win it were bad, and my picks during the, the tournament as well were, on the matches were terrible. I bet three players yesterday, I bet Dominic team in the semi final step. What, uh, plus one. Well, that was unlucky. Yeah. It was extremely unlucky. I also bet Kekmanovic. He, he was u- useless. And I, I went there. T- your tip, Yuzovara um, against uh, Sitsipas. I thought Sitsipas wasn't going to be up for the challenge. And I had a disaster uh, of a that wasn't That was unlucky. I said last week, I've, I've planned a route for Yuzovara through to the semifinals. And it, it actually worked out. He didn't, I think he didn't drop to set, did he, until he got mm. to, the, to the semifinals. Um, and he didn't really show up for the semis, did he? But you need a bit of luck in those in those semis. We didn't get any luck with Dan Evans either. He was in the quarterfinals, a setup, second set tiebreak against Felix, lost the tiebreak, ended up losing in three. I think if he'd have won that, I'm pretty sure he would have made the final. But you know, when, once you get to the quarters and the semis, you do need that luck. We've we've had it a few times this season, and you know, you don't always get it. Obviously, like I've been yeah. saying, sometimes well, it's, it's you can't bet eighty, it's not bet 80 to one, sixty six to one winners any week. But we, we we've done okay this season. We're coming to the the funny type of season, the funny time yeah. of results. And we've got two tournaments this week uh, before we have the Paris Masters next week and then the ATP Tour Championships, which is in a couple of weeks after that. Um, two big yeah. tournaments. Uh, the one that, the big one is, uh, we'll start off with the one in Vienna. Vienna Open, uh, Stella Field. Uh, and yeah. both tournaments, good good players and everything. Uh, Daniel, Daniel Medvedev is a number one seed. Number two seed is Stefan Osicipas, a beating finalist uh, this week. Uh, Andre Rublev on the back of a tournament win. He's number three seed. Number four seed is Taylor Fritz. We go further down the order. Herbert Herkas, number five. Uh, number six seed, we have Janik Sinner. Seven, Cam Norrie. And number eight, Matteo Berrettini. A really, really good field assembled here. We did touch on it last week about motivation for players who want to get points to get in Turin. And we we're a week nearer Turin. Yeah. I still think that's an important factor. I don't know how much you look into that, but I still think that's an important factor. Before we go on to the analysis and the breakdown of the draw, what yeah. kind of conditions are we going to have? It's a hard court rebound ace. Um, it is, yeah. Fast. Yeah, it's normally one of the quicker ones around. If you if you just take the statistics statistics purely from the last four editions, it, it's actually the quickest um, in terms of service holds of all the indoor hardcore tournaments at about 83%. Uh, so that's... Yeah, about as quick as it gets at the moment on the tour for, for an indoor hardcore. Uh, 45% of the matches in the last 10 years have featured a tie break. So it's it's lively. Yeah, it's definitely not slow. It's, it's, it's probably what I would call medium quick. Um, it's probably one of the quicker ones you'll find around, yeah. And it's a, it's a bit of altitude as well. It's about 200 odd metres of altitude. It's not. It's just a hint, but it's, it's, it's one of the quicker ones, yeah. Let's look at the previous winners in 2020, uh, run by Andrei Rublev in 2019. We've had Dominic Team. Dominic Team is on the comeback trail. Still mm. not there. I'm very disappointed with his performance uh, yesterday. Should have won it. How much are going to take out? And we'll come on to the future market. Let's have a look at those futures. And Daniel Medvedev is the favourite of the Bet Rivers at plus 330. Uh, Dominic, uh, sorry, Stefano Sitsipas is plus 550. Rublev is 750. Berrettini plus 750. You look very tired today in Naples, Berrettini. There's a big market. Yeah. He's got a foot injury. He's, yeah, I, don't, I very much doubt he's going to play, to be yeah, honest. a big market move against him as well. He, he, he drifted in the betting, so Berrettini comes with a big question mark for me. Yannick hmm. Sinner at 8-1, a bit refreshed. Herkas 14. Taylor Fritz at 14. Courage at 16. Uh, and then we've got a couple others at 16-1 to 1 as well. Um, let's look at the top half. Daniel Medvedev is in the top half. Yannick Sinner, Rublev, and Norrie. I think that top section, Medvedev, team, Paul, Serendulo, Sinner, that looks loaded. 
I think I think Medvedev should should get through to the final. To be perfectly honest, right. from that draw, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's not like me to <laughs> to talk about tournament favourites and 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 talk up their chances. It's not it's not what I like to do particularly. Um, but I think the fast conditions here will, will will really help Medvedev. He was unlucky, wasn't he, in Astana when he got that injury against Djokovic? He, sh- he should have probably won that in straight sets. But he had to retire in the end, didn't he? So assuming that he's fit, which which you never really know. He's, he's become a dad as well, hasn't he, in the last few weeks, um, Medvedev. So he's uh, he should be in good spirits. Assuming that he's fit, he should get through this. The only the only the only problem I can foresee is is if Sinner is in top form, but he's obviously been injured, uh, turned his ankle in Sofia, hasn't played since. So I, I just think, I mean, if if we look at who who Medvedev's got to play here, Sinner, Rubliev, and Norrie, he's got a combined. I think he's ten one win loss against those three combined. I, I can't see him losing to Norrie. Rublev would have to play fabulous to beat him. He always beats Rublev, doesn't he? He always beats him. Yeah, he's 5-1 against, against Rublev. Um, so Rublev did beat him that one time. I think he was in Cincinnati. Um, I, I would expect Medvedev to make the final. Um, it's, it's not the, the kind of bet that I would normally take. I think he's about 130 or thereabouts to win the tournament. Yeah. For me, Sinner look, looks the main, the main threat. I, I, away from Sinner, I can't see him not making the final, to be honest. The only question mark and the only concern I would have him betting Medvedev this week is obviously it's been a long season I know he's missed uh, the US Open I know he missed the um, Wimbledon as well mm. but uh, he has a Paris Masters next week with some big points he has the, the ATP Tour Championship is, is motivation another concern for you when you're looking at the plus 330 if this tournament was played with this draw maybe two months ago you might think Medvedev was a was a cracking wager, but would that be a little bit of concern for you? Yeah, I mean, he's he's someone that should. I mean, it's a, it's a big tournament. This is Vienna. It's a, good, a historic tournament. It's not. It's not a. It means nothing to me. Cabos. It means nothing to me. But <laughs> I had to get that in. It was it was the gag that I wanted. How long have you been waiting to do that? Uh, I sent a message, <laughs> American guy uh, sent me a, a Twitter uh, asked us when we have the the Vienna preview, and I okay. sent back. It means nothing to me, and he sent four question marks. So it's a niche, it's a niche I, joke. You've got I, to I know, I know. I need, anybody who's British. anybody who's watching this and doesn't understand the gag, you need to go to YouTube or go to Google and uh, Google a song by a group called Ultravox called Vienna. Yes. There's a line where it says, and "John, sing it for us, won't you, Sean?" I'm not singing it. No. <laughs> no, he says it means nothing to me, old Vienna. So I was waiting for that point. So if you missed the joke, please Google that. Sorry, Sean, I, I apologise. He's a big tournament. Very, so. very famous song, of course. Like you should all, you should all know that. Um, yeah. What was the point I was trying to make? Sorry. No, you were talking <laughs> about it's a big tournament. You said you know Vienna. It is tournament's history. It is. It is. It's a big tournament. I, 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 you know, Medvedev hasn't been winning tournaments this season, has he? He's, you know, he's only won that one, I think, in Los Cabos, off the top of my head. Um, yeah, he should. He should want to win this. He should. Right. Yes, Paris is a bigger tournament. Yes, he's got the tour finals and all the rest of it. But if you're a wannabe world number one, you should be. And, and he's not been playing regularly. He should. He should want to be winning these tournaments. Um, and it, like you say, he hasn't played. He hasn't played that much tennis this year. He shouldn't be. He shouldn't be that tired. This is a tournament that he should want to win. And he, he, looking at the field, he should win it. Because you know, in the bottom half of the draw, high seed Sitsipas, who he's got a great record against, Sitsipas again failed. In a final, I get today. Um, for me, this is this is a tournament that Medvedev should win. There you have it, Sean Cabo. You've waited what 
seven months, six months of doing this, <laughs> he's able to tip a paper and he's actually going for Daniel Medved. Well, we had, we had Alcaraz in Barcelona, didn't we? And he, he, he just about won it, saving about 300 match points. But um, other than that, I don't, I don't like to give a favourites. No, I, I like to find an angle to beat them. But the, these 500s, are, they're very hard. It's like Astana um, the other week when we, we sort of struggled a little bit to, to, to oppose the, the big names. They should be winning these tournaments. They should be getting to the final of these tournaments. Um, and I, I've got one in the bottom half that I'm going to take each way, but I, I've got I think... one in the bottom half. I'm going to take each way as well. Okay. I, 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 I put a question mark against Medvedev. I think yeah, he should get through the first round. I think Dominic team in round two, if he gets past Tommy Paul, I think it'll be a difficult round. Obviously team with sort of a lot of home support. And I, I thought he's going to be tired. Really... He's played a lot of tennis. I know, he's going to, I know he is, but it just, he's going to be a very public play. So you, you, you're, you're going to get an enhanced price on Medvedev that you would because they look at team, they look at Sinner, they are they are public picks. Sinner and team are people that mm. the, the betting public are like at the moment. So Medvedev probably should be, is a little bit of value. But uh, I am, unlike you, I am slightly concerned about Paris. I am slightly concerned about okay. the end of season. Um, and I don't think anyone's going to dominate the men's game like Federer and the Dow's done over the years when they went, won these sorts. I mean... So we're talking about the tournament Federer dominated after this, but I, 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 yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I'm, I, I just think that there's, there's question marks in the bottom half. Let's go to the bottom half though. We've got Berrettini. He's a number eight seat. Taylor Fritz, number four, her cast at number five and Sitsip has, as you said, uh, was beaten in the final um, today. against Holker room. Um, mm. What do you like in the bottom half? I, I've got a big star against someone here uh, that I like each way. Someone I think is completely motivated, and someone I think um, is pumped and has a, has, a, has an objective. And I think it's the each way play of the tournament. But I'd like to hear your thoughts first. Well, maybe we're in agreement. But I'm, I've taken the eighteen to one about Borna Chorich. Oh, uh, I, I, I like Taylor Fritz, but we'll, we'll okay. We'll... That's equally good. I mean, he's another one that I've kind of not ruled out, so um, wouldn't argue with that. I mean, for me, I just think. I think Sitsipas can be opposed. I mean, he showed it again today, didn't he, against against Holger? Oh, Holger room played great by all accounts today. I didn't really see the final in Stockholm, but I've read about it and people are saying that he played fabulously well. But Sitsipas just isn't winning tournaments, is he? He's just he's getting there and he's not he's just not quite the player that, that we've seen in the past for me. Uh, he's one player he? that I found this season that you've always got signed that you're not convinced about him. You need no, he's one player you want to take on. You're not sure his body language doesn't suggest. It doesn't all... seem as effective as, as he has done in previous, previous seasons. Um, obviously he lost to Chorich quite, quite comfortably in the end in that Cincinnati final. Uh, he would have to play Chorich in the next round. Uh, sorry, in the second round. Um, I just feel like Chorich, he's, he's, Chorich has got a decent record on indoor hard recently. I think he's won 11 of his last, has he won? 11 of his last 16 matches, I think, indoors, Chorich. Um, a guy that wants, obviously, the ranking points has missed a ton of tennis over the last couple of years. He's still got that shoulder problem. He, he does say he has to play through the pain every now and then with it. I think that's perhaps why he pulled out of Antwerp last week. But I think there's a lot of players in this, in this, in this section that are really tired. Hercash and TFO both looked exhausted last week. TFO, uh, for me, my fade of this tournament here. I mean, you know, he, he looks like he's running on done. fumes. Hercash also looked really yeah. tired last week as well. Um, Senegal only finished playing here in, in Napoli yesterday. He was in the doubles. He stayed um, in Napoli longer than you, Senegal. It was a he's, he, he's gone now. I've, I've stayed longer than him, and it's his home tournament. <laughs> um, Wari obviously had a home tournament um, last week, and he, he's only just finished there yesterday. Um, 
Nishioka, I mean, he, he, I've never liked him indoor, on indoor hard anyway, and he's going to be exhausted after all the tennis that he's played. Shapovalov's too inconsistent. Uh, Berrettini, I'm not even convinced he's going to play this week with that foot injury. He may turn up, he may not. I certainly wouldn't back him to win it on the, the condition that he says he's in at the moment with his foot and stuff. Sharnoff's a possibility on the, um, on, on quickish indoor hard. But yeah, Fritz is, Fritz is definitely a possibility. But I've gone for choice. Just, just feel like... He's got Sitsipas's number. If he gets rid of Sitsipas early, he should make the final for me. Yeah, I'm going to go for um, Fritz. I, th- I, I said, I said, we said after wouldn't we never go. <laughs> I know what's coming here. Yeah, I, I just think he's number eight in the race. <laughs> he's number eight in the race for Turin. You, you can see the motivation when he's he made top ten. He went to his coach, top ten. It meant a lot to him to be top ten to get in the the ATP Tour finals for him is going to be absolutely huge. It's going to be massive, massive incentive for him. The court's going to be fast. I think mm-hmm. he's got a favourable draw. I think Berrettini doesn't play. I think he'll get past Shapovalov. Um, I think Kekanov will, will cause him some problems, but I think he'll, he'll beat them. And, and I think it's going to be a CBV Calvert semi-finalist. And that, that is what I have on my sheet. I have Fritz Korich. There you go. Semi-final. And I'm there taking Richard. So I think it's the Sealy head-to-head against Calvert. Um, match Similar break. prices, aren't they? Similar prices. Around about yeah. 16-ish to 1, 14, 16, I think they're great. Each way plays half mm. the odds, 1-2 with Bet Rivers. So you get an 8-1. to one, uh, Each of them to get to the final. You can bet them both. Bet them both each way and hopefully get the dream semi-final and make some money whoever goes through. Uh, let's have a look at some match bets. Uh, anything that's caught your eye. There's one bet that I like, only one I like, but um, I'd like to hear your thoughts first and we'll, we'll take it from there. Yeah, I think it's at the time that we're sort of talking about now, the qualifiers haven't really been, I haven't seen the qualifying um, players, but um, I quite like Philip Misalic tomorrow um, as underdog against Sarandolo. This is purely based on on a motivation, really. He's, he's a really big prize. I took him at I took him at three point five earlier. The Austrian wild card. He, he was also a wild card at home in Kitzbühel um, on the clay. Made the final there. Lost to Roberto Bautista that I got in the final. He is more of a clay court player. Absolutely, doesn't really play that much on hard courts. But he's obviously he's shown before that playing at home inspires him. Um, and I just think, what well, you know, Serendolo. This is going to be a clay court match played on a hard court. I mean, the court can be as quick as you like, but if you've got two clay quarters playing on it, it's it's still going to be a lot of long rallies. And I just think Serendolo, I'm not entirely sure what he's got to, to play for. I think he's only won two of his last 11 matches as well, Serendolo. I can't, I can't imagine the indoor hard swing in Europe is something that he's had his heart set on since he was a boy uh, to be playing. Uh, I just think, think 3.5 is a bit big against someone that's going to be massively motivated. And he's shown before that the crowd do inspire him rather than rather than make him go into his shell. Yeah, I'm going to, well, a similar kind of thinking, but um, a little bit of different approach. But I'm going to go for another home talent. I'm going to go for Dennis Novak. That's the second the one I've got written down. I'm going to go for, I, I'm going to go, not to win it, but to on the on the game handicap or yeah. plus a set. I think you can take a set off Sitsipas. I think Sitsipas Absolutely, yeah. has got, I don't think he's got any motivation. I think out of the top players in the world, I think I was surprised that Sitsipas got to the final for the reasons we we said last week. He got to mm. the final. He didn't show up. I think he's going to come here traveling. He's supposed to be playing tomorrow, it says, but I can't see him playing tomorrow. But I think Novak... Well, some he's not on the schedule for tomorrow. I think he's probably oh, okay. for Tuesday. So that's good. Um, but I think if you can get... I mean, no, Novak is plus $8 uh, to win the game. Sitsipas is minus... 1,200. I mean, it's 1 to 12. I totally agree. Yeah, I do totally agree. This is the second one I've got written down on my sheet here. 
Um, I've backed Novak before at this tournament. Again, he, he, he prefers the clay, but he can play on, on, on quicker surfaces. Mm. Numerous times here, he's taken sets off, um, off, off top-ranked players. He's lost, I think he lost in the final set tiebreak to Kevin Anderson, similarly with Gael Monfils. Uh, he's he's a big time player. He loves he loves this you know the razzmatazz and playing. I used to the love him early round at Wimbledon. I, I used to always yeah, he can play on grass. Yeah, yeah, he was he was pretty. He was a player that I I bet a lot, not to win, but on the handicaps, I thought he was good. But the handicap Absolutely. here is plus five and a half. Yeah, um, with Dennis Novak, and I think five and a half against Sitsipas. A, a, a very unmotivated Sitsipas. He doesn't break in off either for me, Sitsipas. No. He's, he's constantly relying on tie breaks. Again, 7-6, seven, 7-6 six, seven, six against Cressy last week, uh, you know, in Stockholm. Um, I, I just, yeah, mo- you're going to get one good set, I think, at least out of, out of Dennis Novak here. He's not just going to roll over. You can see it be 7-6 first set, 6-3 second set. And I think five and a half is a, is a decent number. Yeah, I think Sitsipas will struggle to... to to win this match. I think he probably will win it. I think the 2-1 also appeals. That'd be about 3-1 to one on Sitsipas to win this match 2-1. That was not that was one of the ones I had in my mind. Um, but yeah, we're, we're coming from this from pretty much the same uh, the same angle, yeah. Yeah, so there you go. You've got two uh, match bets, um, two Austrian players you want to take and the Austrian, the Vienna uh, Open. And uh, on the outrun market, Sean Calvert thinks it's there for Daniel Medvedev, uh, plus 330 with Bet Rivers. And we're both going for two each-way options in the bottom half of the draw. We're going to go for, well, I'm going to go for um, Taylor Fritz, a very motivated Taylor Fritz to get into that final eight and get to the ATP Tour Finals in Turin. And Sean is going to go for Warner Corich, uh, very fresh after lots of injuries this year. Both a similar price, around about 16 to 1, 8 to 1 each way. That is Vienna. Then let's move across to Baal in uh, Switzerland. Basel in Switzerland and um, a tournament that's been absolutely dominated over the years by a certain Roger Federer. No Roger Federer in the tournament this year. The number one mm. seed is Carlos Alcaraz. Uh, number two seed is Casper Rudd. Number three seed is Auger Aliassime, a man who's in absolutely fantastic form. I was looking at back in Auger Aliassime now for the Australian Open. I was thinking about doing that at a big price now with the, what the form he's coming into. Uh, Marion Cilic uh, is the number four seed. Uh, and number five is Karina Busta. I noticed that Sean never said, yeah, that's a good bet when I said that. We just sort of completely... I was just getting the draw up on my phone because I've, <laughs> uh, when I'm not at home, I don't have a printer and I have to kind of look at this stuff on the phone. Sorry. But no, funnily enough, I, that's exactly what I did with Felix this year when, when he's played so well in, in the Australian Open. I backed him to win the US Open, which is obviously seven eight months later um so i did exactly the same thing he's lost in the first or second round but those are the kind of things that you have to do with the futures you know you yeah, look yeah. at a player now and you're thinking well you know next for the french or for the australian or for, or for wimbledon or for whatever and that, cause that's that's the way you get the value exactly uh, and uh you know i i, I saw I, what price was he but anyway um we were talking about that Let's, just before we come on to it tell us the uh the conditions what what kind of kitchen we get it's a hardcore green set surface yeah, green uh set, yeah. what's it going to be like well, it's not been played as it since 2019, no. so we're not entirely sure. It's, it was a green set then, and it's a green set now. Um, we know there can be pretty much any any speed you want them to be. Uh, obviously, we don't know what balls they're using either. Um, generally speaking, it's been a kind of a medium-paced indoor hardcore in, in years gone by. Not particularly quick, not certainly not slow, kind of medium. Average holds, I think, around about 80% here. Um so slightly slower than Vienna, I would say. There is a little bit of altitude as well, 265 metres, I think it is, but that's not that's not a great amount of altitude. But yeah, I'd go with medium. I think it's pretty much medium pace court. 
Okay, let's look at the betting. Uh, Carlos Alcaraz is the favourite at the number one seed and the number one player in the world at 3-1 to one for the US Open champion. Felix Auger-Aliassine, the man in form, is 6-1. to one. Kasper Rud is 6-50. Marian Cilic, in what looks to me a very favourable quarter, is 12-1. to one. Batista Agut, 14. Uh, Lorenzo Massetti, coming here after his success in Napoli, is 16-1. to one. Uh, then you have 17 to 1 Nakashima, you have 17 to 1 Korda, 20 to 1 Grun, 20 to 1 Bublik, and then we go into some big prices, uh, other players. Um, start with Alcaraz. Yeah. Looking at this first round match, Jack Draper, a man who we yeah. tipped up last week, very, very good on, on this kind of surface, in the indoor surface, a brilliant Easy winner this, last week, wasn't it? Easy win. And this is a tough game for Alcaraz because how yeah. motivated is he going to be? I mean, he's been beaten by Goffin. He's beaten by Auger-Aliassime since he won the US Open Championship. And at the odds, he looks vulnerable to me here. Yeah, is this one of the, the better? This is actually on tomorrow on Monday. So this is a, a fast start for Alcaraz. So, yeah, this is this is one of the bets I've taken for tomorrow. I've actually taken over two and a half sets um, around about 2.4 in this particular match. I, I cannot see Alcaraz winning this in straight sets. He hasn't been winning matches in straight sets anywhere. I think um, he's only won five of the last 13 completed matches that he's played on hard courts in straight sets. So he's not, he's, he's not, he's been winning most of them, but not certainly not convincingly. Um, and eight of those 13 matches, he's played a tie break as well. So over games is certainly a possibility. I, I feel like this, this, I'm not sure Draper's going to win it in straight sets, so I'm, I'm quite happy to go for the, the over two and a half sets. I think this will be a really competitive match. And Alcaraz, I think if Alcaraz wins this, he'll be absolutely delighted because this is a tough first round, first round draw. I've, I've started down as uh, getting with Draper uh, potentially in the match. I've started down potentially on the game's handicap. I want to yeah, oppose Alcaraz. Yeah. I don't think the guy's got any motivation for this tournament whatsoever. I think he's done his business by winning the US Open. I think he's done for the year. He's number one in the world. He's out everything he wants to achieve. And mm-hmm. um, go into the tour championship and try and end the season, and he'll be fully motivated for that in Turin rather than this tournament. And I think Alcaraz is a big fade in this tournament, big fade in this match, and I think potentially Draper, with that in mind, could be somebody we might want to bet to win the tournament. I just think he's not fit enough. He showed it again last week, didn't he? Against her cash, played two really good sets, and then just got cramps again. I'm just not sure he's fit enough to go the whole way. And it's, these are 500s. There's, there's numerous matches to play. Um, yeah, ability-wise, yeah. I, I, I just don't think he's got the physicality yet. I've said it a few times. I, and he, he keeps proving me right so far. I mean, he's obviously got an off-season coming up in which he can come back strong and, and, and what have you for next season. But right now, I just don't think he's fit enough. Okay, so we're opposing our Chris. I've made a case for Draper. You, you, you know, you, you talk about his fitness issues, which which is which is very valid. Uh, but we're getting a decent price. We're getting twenty eight to one, something like that, to win it. So that's mm-hmm. all. That is that is part of the parcel of the of the bet. It's been built into that price. If Alcaraz yeah. doesn't win it, Draper's a fade. Where is the value in that outright draw? Well, you alluded to it a minute ago um, when you read out the the prices. I think Chilich has got an excellent draw here. Mm-hmm. I really do. He's 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 in this this bottom half of the draw with a lot of players that are either tired or haven't really got much motivation. I mean, Mackenzie McDonald looked absolutely dead on his feet against Berrettini uh, yesterday here in, in, in Naples. He, from three all in the, in the, in the final set, he, he just couldn't move. I think he's got a bad back. He's, 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 a, he's a big fan. He might not even beat Molchan in the first round. Wouldn't be surprised if Molchan won that match. Um, so Chile should have a qualifier and then possibly Molchan. 
Um, Diminor, he played again, he expended quite a bit of energy last week, just a little bit underpowered for me on these indoor hard courts. Again, he's, he's got Rune, a repeat of, of, of the match they played um, a few days ago. It's an instant rematch of that, hasn't it, against the, an inspired Holger Rune who's not going to want to give up anytime soon. Um, Brooksby, we've talked about numerous times, is you know, he's, he's he looks done for the season, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, so I just think this is a good draw for Chelsea. I mean, in, in, the, in that third quarter, in the fourth quarter, doesn't doesn't hold any real worries for me. He's got a great record against Bautista as Chilich. Um, Kasper Ruud, I'm not sure he's at all motivated to win in the next week or two, a couple of weeks. Just, he's done his business for the season for me. Um, Corda is going to be tired, isn't he, after back-to-back finals. Murray, I, I don't think, can do it anymore. Um, so I, th- I think this is a good draw for Chilich. I'm not saying he's going <laughs> he's going to take advantage of it because it's Marin Chilich. We don't know. He can be good. He can be not so good, but um, a twelve to one. I'm happy to, in that draw against these players. I'm happy to take a chance. He's actually my pick in the bottom half of the draw as well. You, well oh, there we go. My, the, my form at the moment. I don't think you will be pleased to know that uh, he is my pick. <laughs> but I, I, I thought that draw. I, I, and I alluded it to it when we, we spoke there in, in the rundown of the price. I think he's got an unbelievably good draw. Yeah, I think he's got no one to beat in that fourth quarter, and the each way part six to one. And once we get to the each way part, we could be up against anybody because I think. Orge Alice must be exhausted. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Alcaraz, I think, is vulnerable. And it's a mm-hmm. good, you've got a good possibility that if Chilic gets through to the final, we could start favour against whoever he plays. So I think that 12 to 1 is a great price. So I, I'm looking yeah. at the Chilic Draper final. That'd be good for me. Okay. I just want, and, and I've got a lot of eggs in one basket here. It's the Draper basket. <laughs> uh, to fade Carlos Alcaraz in that first round of draw. Um, amongst the other bets in the first round, um, I'm pretty much struggling to find much. You you did say, you, I, I can imagine you're going to go to oppose McKenzie McDonald's. You watched him firsthand, looked absolutely exhausted. And yeah. Alex Molkan is a, is a decent player on his day. He is. I mean, to be honest, I haven't seen the prices that one. Have you, have you got them on your screen there? I'll have a look for you. If you is there anyone I mean, you like? I mean, Molchan is, is not, not a great indoor hard man. I think he's 0-3. Right, uh, win loss at this level. He has he has won uh, at sort of challenger level on indoor hard. Um, I mean, he's got a one nil head to head record against uh, McDonald. They won this year in Montreal. He hasn't won indoors it's... as you say, but there's been money coming for him. Bet Rivers are currently plus one twenty five, so five to four for Molken, and there's money yeah, coming that's... for him. Yeah, this is to do with the, this is to do with the, the injury thing, isn't it? You wouldn't have Molchan at five to four if he was facing a fit Mackenzie McDonald. I think it'd be some way bigger than that. Uh, so I'm not sure there's any actual any value in there. I mean, the, the bet, as I said, that I've, I've taken Draper um, the over two and a half sets against uh, against Alcaraz. The other one that looks absolutely nailed on for a tiebreak is uh, is is Stricker against Cressy. Yeah. Um, I mean, how, that, that's almost a certainty for for a tiebreak. Um, these guys they played three tiebreak sets, didn't they, in Stuttgart? I, I had it that day. I think I had over one and a half tiebreaks that yeah, day. Did. A really you good did. price. Yeah, we spoke um, about it. Yeah, so a similar bet there. I haven't seen the, the odds on that particular wager, but a couple of tie breaks there look really likely. Um, Stricker plays a ton of tie breaks anyway, so does Cressy. Um, so if you can get a decent price about maybe over one and a half uh, tie breaks in that match, that would definitely appeal. Um, so those are the two at the moment. No, nothing else is really standing out to me in, in terms of the first round matchups in Basel at the moment. But I haven't seen all the qualifiers that have been put in. No. Um, yeah, so that, that, well, 
that Cressy Stricker game, I think when we spoke about it with the last game, I think the games were pitched something like 25 and a half. Very, very <laughs> high games. And I think the market will be quite Yeah, I wouldn't do over low. games, but yeah, but we're going to be we're going to be getting a low price on the tiebreak because you know the the cost compilers look at the head heads, seeing what we've seen. So we've got to look at what's actually value as well. So that that's another important factor. So uh, the outright market, uh, the Swiss indoors in in Basel, we are going to go for Marion Chilich in the bottom half of the draw, uh, twelve to one. Both myself and Sean like that, and I'm going to take a little bit of a pizza money and a bit of a outside bet and go take for Jack Draper. I think Carlos Alcaraz is vulnerable in that first round. Even if you don't think Jack Draper can go on all the way to win it, I think he can beat Alcaraz in the first round and we could take 25 to one now. We could be on a ticket that's eight to one after or 10 to one after that round. Then we're in a good, good position to, to do some hedging if that's what you want to do. So for me, Jack Draper, for myself and Sean, Marion Chilich in the bottom half of the draw in what is a very weak bottom half of the draw. We're very confident on Draper against Alcaraz in all different markets, uh, 2-1, Alcaraz, Draper on the game's handicap, Draper uh, plus one and a half sets, all those kind of things to try to get with the Brit. And the other bet we like is Cressy against Stricker. First set to be a tiebreak or maybe even over one and a half tiebreaks. You have to check the Bet Rivers website to see those prices. That game is tomorrow. Um, Sean, I wish you a very, very, very safe journey home. I hope there's no more problems on the way. I'll take any journey home at the minute, to be uh, honest. Well, I hope I hope everything goes <laughs> well. I hope you can see your little lad soon and, uh, and your missus and have a very safe journey back home. Uh, anybody who wants to follow myself and Sean, they can follow us both and all the fabulous handicappers we have on the Bet Rivers Network on our Twitter handle, which is at Because We Win. And you'd also subscribe to the Bet Rivers Network, where you can keep in touch with myself and Sean's work on the tennis on Game Better match, as well as subscribe to everybody else who does some fantastic work on the channel uh, involved in American football as well. We also have all the stuff in European base. We have the golf, we have the tennis as myself and Sean, and the soccer which has been covered in all the leagues across Europe. And we're doing very, very well on the subscribers and then please keep those numbers. Tell your friends, uh, tell anyone else about us and keep us uh, way, way up on the podcast charts. We, you know, we're consistently in the top 10 and thank you very much everyone for downloading. And we really appreciate that. Sean, thank you very much for your wisdom. I know it's been a long, long week, three different houses covered in mosquito mites. You haven't seen your family and uh, hopefully next week we'll see you back from Calvert Towers. But until then, everyone, take care, and uh, we'll keep safe and remember to gamble responsibly. Take care, everyone, and that's been Game Better Match. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network.